All right, I've got a fresh, unfiltered podcast for you. Today's is going to sound a little different, though. Seeing as how we are here in the entertainment capital of the planet, um, we've got Disney right here in our backyard. And of course, when any of the theme parks bring us something new, it's our job to convey that to you. So here we have an interview with the art director of Cirque du Soleil's new show, Drawn to Life. And last night, it was Melissa and myself who went to go see it. So let's jump into that interview. Okay, so we're here with Tim Bennett. And uh, it's Obi, Melissa, drawn to life. We're finding everything about this place, the nooks and crannies that make it operate. And Tim, what is, what is your role? So I'm the artistic director of the show. So basically the godfather of the show. <laughs> well, I didn't create the show originally. I didn't conceive of it. Uh, we have a show director and a creative director that did that six, eight years ago, I guess now. Uh, they're the ones that germinated the idea and started the ball rolling and got wait, the idea. Wait, wait, how many years ago? That was probably about eight years ago. It was six years in, in development from conception to talks to Disney to all of the evolutions of the ideas. Wow. And then about, well, until we were supposed to open, another two years of actual hands-on with the artists and the designers and everything, uh, which is typical for a Cirque show. It's, it's a year of, ex of actual hands-on exploration and then a year of polishing and, and really putting it together. Uh, we bought an extra two years because of pandemic, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, generally, yeah, it was about four years of, of research and discussion and then two years of hands-on development. So in 2020, I got to see a little sneak peek with the radio station before it actually started. And then, of course, COVID hit. And I asked earlier, what are some of the changes that happened from 2020 to today? Can you describe any of those of, of the, the major changes that happened between then and now? Yeah. Most major changes are that we replaced two acts. We had two acts that uh, had Chinese artists on it. And because of immigration and all those sorts of things, they had to go home to China. So we brought in two new acts. Uh, also, having that extra time, I mean, COVID pandemic was a horrible thing, uh, but we bought an extra eight months of development and refinement for the show and really reapproaching it and being able to make story adjustments and uh, uh, story uh, structure adjustments and things like that. So we were really able to bring the show to a level which probably wouldn't, it wouldn't have reached by opening uh, previously. So let me ask you, because, uh, you know, obviously we talk about the, p the pandemic and that's a, that's a low. What's a high for you guys now with everything that's going on? The audiences. Finally, after having worked on the show for so long, now to have people sit and watch it and to see their faces and, and hear their energy and their laughter and their cheers, getting that, seeing what we're able to achieve with what we do is, is absolutely the high. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so, um, you know, we were talking to uh, uh, David, and David was saying that, some, you know, it, it all depends on the audience sometimes. Sometimes a joke will work, sometimes it won't work. What, what are the things that you've seen that you've been like, wow, I didn't, I didn't know that that was going to work, and there it goes? Not so much I didn't think it would work, but the size of the reaction to the unicycle act yes. uh, always blows <laughs> yes. me away. Yeah, it's like, it's like you're at an NFL football game after their act and the, the cheer. Uh, brought it in thinking it's a beautiful act, it's inspiring, it always gave me goosebumps. But to hear people react the same way that, that I did uh, en masse is amazing. And, and I didn't expect that for just a, a beautiful act like that. Oh, good job, you guys. That, that was beautiful. So earlier on, I asked one of your performers how they felt about, you know, the fact that this show is showing the early on, you know, dream work of what we've seen the after effects of. We've seen the movies, we've seen them in theaters, we've seen them on Disney Plus. Now we're seeing how they were created and the, the thought process. How does that feel knowing that you're kind of explaining that to all the people who love these movies? 
it's it's wonderful because I've I've always been a little bit of a history buff, I guess you'd say. So having researched and knowing a little bit of the the early Disney and and how the the Nine Old Men and Walt really started the the process of animation and what they used and how that grew and evolved and then became computer generated and everything. I love the history of it. So this is a chance to bring that history and and that artistry from that period forward to people that may not have been exposed to it before. So awesome. I, I was saying earlier that I had seen a documentary and I thought I remembered that it was the guys who did the drawing and then it was the women who came back and colored afterwards. You guys did it here in the show and I was like, oh, oh, I wasn't dreaming it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you watch the, the Imagineering story on Disney Plus, uh, you see a lot of the things that show up in our show. Uh, I mean, coincidentally, we started this long before the Imagineering story was done. Uh, but it's, it's that history and it's here. And for, for Disney fans, there's hundreds of Easter eggs in the show that they will pick up on things uh, like that, like what you're talking about, that uh, a Cirque fan or, or not necessarily as big of a Disney fan will enjoy but not understand all of the layers underneath. Well, I thank you so much. You know, there's, there's thousands of people who come every single day and you get to entertain them all, send them home with good feelings. I mean, that's cool. You're like a doctor. Yeah, I mean, I have, I have the best job in the world because we get to create something in a way that we love to do it and something we're proud of, but then we get to see people enjoy it. And as you said, if we can, if we can help people escape from, from the outside world for an hour, an hour and a half, then we've done our job. That's what Disney's all about, honestly. So you're doing it. <laughs> Yeah, and thank you for bringing these people together. You got people from all over the world coming together to be Disney family here with Cirque. I think that's great. Yeah, that's, that's the most wonderful thing. Uh, countries, different languages, different colors, just different cultures, everything. And to see these people working together with literally their lives in each other's hands wow. and just that support is, I mean, it's, it's a lesson for the world. Well, brother, your dream, man. Thank you so much for your talent and your skills. Thank you. And uh, we'll, we look forward to coming back and, and getting entertained more. Yeah, we look forward to having you. Thank so you. Good.